When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone, welcome back to Chicken Noodle Scoop and welcome to this week's episode. I'm Gabby. And I'm Lexi. And we're the Fuller Sisters. So this week we thought it would be super fun to go through. We both took the Enneagram test for the first time and we just wanted to talk a little bit about our Enneagrams. I feel like it's a pretty popular topic. I see all the like memes on Instagram. So we're going to touch on that and we're also going to talk about our zodiac signs and see if we agree with the traits, the strengths, weaknesses, all that good stuff. But before we get into that, new addition to the show, everyone. Get ready, all right? Hold on to your seats and roll the intro music. Orders up. The scoop is hot and ready to be served. Chicken noodle scoop. What all right, let's... <laughs> So we are going to roll that out along with some other new exciting things. If you didn't see on Instagram, we are making some decently big changes, not huge changes, but we've just kind of finally decided the direction we want to go with the podcast as well as our podcast Instagram. So if you don't follow us already, head on over there. I think you're going to like what you see once we start these changes. So the past couple weeks have been very, very lighthearted episodes. We've just kind of played games, talked about some random stories. But we're ready to get back into like the beefier episodes. We want to talk about more mature things that I don't necessarily talk about on my channel. We want to have episodes about parents' divorce, um, breakups, relationships, any like specific advice and just story times. But still keep some of it lighthearted and like a few episodes in between. But we kind of want to be, if you're younger than us, like big sisters that you guys can kind of feel like you talk to. Or if you're our age or older, just someone that you can kind of like go to for advice. And yeah, I'm just really excited to kind of go in that direction with the podcast. Yeah, we also have some potential exciting new guests and we kind of just want to start to expand the podcast into something more than just Gabby and I talking to each other. Because as much as we do love that, we would like to start doing, you know, like she said, more mature, fun things that we like to listen to on podcasts. So let us know what you think as always in the reviews or on our Instagram. We're always open for your feedback. You know, we haven't done this. Let's read a review. I'm going to get one up right now and we're gonna read one because i have not done that in a very long time here we go all right this one is recently on friday from barbie doll 80 she gave us a five-star review with the title i am addicted and it says this podcast is so good and i never liked podcasts until this i love this and i hope to hear more story times love you both so much we are so glad you like it thank you so much for a review i want to start doing these more often so definitely go write us a review those are on the like apple podcast app I think, can you, I don't know if you can write reviews other places, but that's where I go to look at them, if anything. Yeah, and it really does help our podcast out. It helps recommend it to other people that may have similar listening interests as you guys. So they're really awesome, and I agree we should start reading those more because we can't thank you enough for leaving those awesome reviews, as well as when you guys share the episodes on your story that you're listening on Instagram. Those help us out, and we love seeing that as well. So thank you. Yes. All right. So before we get into the the meat of the episode, the meat and the potatoes, isn't that what they say? Anyway. Except it's chicken noodle <laughs> scoop. Before we get into the chicken and the noodles, let's get into the broth. All right. Um, we're going to go <laughs> into the weekly scoop. 
<laughs> Yikes. Okay. So my week, I, I feel like the weeks are just flying by. I don't even yeah, know. They're all blending completely. together because of everything going on. But right now I'm very excited. I'm recording on our patio. We have a fire pit going. Sean hung up the little Edison bulb string lights. It's a very cozy vibe out here. It's finally warm enough to sit out here. We've been loving just reading our books by the fire pit, watching our shows and eating our faces off. That's pretty much all we've done, honestly. Well, it's kind of been the opposite here. So we're about to get into hurricane season, which means it rains pretty much every single day of summer. It won't rain all day, but it's just kind of so unpredictable. Like you never know what the weather's gonna be. So you can't really commit to anything. As we learned the other day, because we had planned out that we were going to go on like a full-on photo shoot day. I packed like four different outfits, got completely ready, and we were just going to drive around to different like cute locations, take some pictures, and just have ourselves a day. Because we haven't done that in a while, and I've been wanting to like have more Instagram pictures just on backup to post. Because I also just really enjoy taking pictures. And then we went to the first location, which was the sunflower field. And the sunflowers were very small, but the pictures came out really good. So I was very thankful for that. And as soon as we got back into the car to drive to our second location, it started pouring rain, even though five minutes ago, it was blue skies, super sunny. So it's just like super unpredictable. So we haven't been outside too much lately. I'm hoping this weekend, it'll at least be sunny a little bit that we can try to get some sun and just get outside for some fresh air before it rains. Other than that, I've been, I mean, nothing new and no surprise, but I've been really into TikTok the past week. I made one that got 2.6 million views. So, you know, I... I Which one was that? Lakes Glow Up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Which, there were so many worse pictures I wanted to use, but he wouldn't let me. But it still did pretty good. Um, but other than that, I've just been enjoying, like, making TikToks more lately. Um, I've been enjoying watching them. Not necessarily yours, but the funny <laughs> ones. <laughs> I feel like that's no surprise. kind of what everyone's doing right now. Other than that, I had a really good week of productive social media work which I feel like I haven't had a week of that in a while so that was really nice to get on top of that we've had some actually I had a lot of business calls this week some really exciting ones especially some for this podcast and everything so hate to be that person but like get excited there's some things in the works some things coming and yeah have that putting our big girl pants on and taking the podcast <laughs> by the reins if you know what I mean that's pretty much my week like she said the weeks are just flying by and I feel like they're all blending together now that I had to like sit down and actually think what I did this past week yeah I still I'm like thinking really hard and I have no idea if it was this week or last week that I did certain things so (laughs) that's about that spinning on my spin bike downstairs playing oh that's another hobby Sean and I picked up tennis and by hobby I mean hobby we are not very good (laughs) but it is fun to go and just hit the ball around you know Lexi provides minimal effort when it comes to the sport <laughs> I don't know if you could hear that but Sean just said I provide minimal effort when it comes to the sport we used to we used to live right by the school so that meant we lived by the baseball field softball fields tennis fi- tennis field tennis court all of that so when we were kids we used to just walk up and I have vivid like memories of us walking up to the tennis courts I don't have any memories of us actually playing tennis like what did, I feel like we probably go there. stayed for five minutes, <laughs> ran for after each other's balls, and we're like, yeah, this is stupid. Let's go home. <laughs> it's probably what we did, but I'm trying. I'm getting back into it. All right. Now that the weekly scoop is done and I've fixed my mic problem and we're back, let's get into which one first, Enneagram or Zodiac sign? We're going to start with the Enneagram. So if you haven't heard of the Enneagram, I Googled the definition for you guys. So it is a... 
Interactive personality test that uses the Enneagram model of personality. The Enneagram is a model of personality in which there are nine different personality types related to each other according to the geometry of the Enneagram figure. Basically... Whatever that means. Yeah, basically it's just a representation or an, a system of analysis to represent the spectrum of possible personality types. So it just kind of categorizes the way you are into like nine different numbers and then there's like full descriptions on what you are so i guess like the real enneagram test you have to pay 12 dollars for but they have a free version the website that i use i don't know if it's the same one you used is eclecticenergies.com i think that's the one i used i'm I'm pretty sure it's like the first free one that comes up so it's like 14 pages of i would say around like 15 questions each maybe but they're all like yes or no questions and they go by super fast um so i was start off what are you getting so i'm technically a three wing two but like very very strong on the three and barely a wing of a two okay and i am enneagram type one through and through it just said type one (laughs) so what is the name of your enneagram type on this website it's the achiever and on another website it's the performer which both of them are very neat I have the reformer and the perfectionist, which I also feel are very me. So why don't you go ahead and read a couple of things about your Enneagram, and we'll see if I agree. All right. I'm going to go to, okay, this website breaks it down a little bit more, so I'm not reading, like, a full-on novel. So threes are feeling-based types, but they channel their emotional energy into getting things done. They take the initiative and work hard to accomplish their goals. They are highly adaptable, and they excel at feeling out and meeting the expectation of others when that will lead them to success they like to stay active and on the go so it's hard to stop or slow down their focus on keeping up their image and achieving results can get in the way of personal needs and health american business is a particularly strong three culture where performers get a lot of positive reinforcement for being productive and efficient a danger for threes is concentrating on external praise or material rewards while losing contact with who they are inside it's difficult for them to stop to step out of their roles feel their own feelings and decide for themselves what is important all right So for type one, it says ones are conscientious and ethical with a strong sense of right and wrong. They are teachers, crusaders, and advocates for change, always striving to improve things, but afraid of making a mistake. Well organized, orderly, and fastidious, they try to maintain high standards, but can slip into being too critical and perfectionistic. They typically have problems with resentment and impatience at their best. (laughs) They are wise, discerning, realistic, and noble, can be morally heroic. Um, And then it says, perfectionists are responsible and serious-minded pragmatists. Um, They seek to improve the welfare of people and make things better for the greater good. Um, Perfectionists hustle behind the scenes to transform their powerful vision into reality with a strong sense of duty. Perfectionists are willing to go the extra mile to ensure their work is top-notch and curated to perfection. So that is a type one. So yeah, my initial thoughts. I mean, that's definitely me. As I would say, up until maybe two years ago, I would have been a completely different number. I feel like me as a person changed so much the past two years that I, I used to be like lazy and not want to do anything, and I feel like I've become such like a workaholic and always You're like slowly striving. getting better. But no, when it comes to like social media work and just like my life and my future, I feel like I'm constantly working and I'm always like I don't stop and like appreciate what I've done and I'm constantly wanting more for myself and I'm like constantly see, trying I don't to do see even that more. Side of 
because you're never around in like this ask lake ask literally mom anyone that's around when i'm actually doing no, stuff I know. and i don't stop no, when i'm around don't you don't how. ever want to do anything well because that's when i like actually force myself to t- like take a break because i'm on vacation when i'm with you or something but like I literally, I get so antsy when I'm sitting here doing nothing now. And I used to be the total opposite of that. I could lay in bed and watch movies all day. And I cannot do that anymore. Does your website say basic fear, basic desire, or anything like that? No. Just like quick little things? Um, I have strengths, problems, and stuff like that. So my strengths are successful, energetic, and high achiever. My problems are overworked, impatient, and competitive, which I'm very competitive. Um... Speaking style, enthusiastic, motivating themselves and others for success. Let's see. What else? Okay. So mine is basic desire to be good, to have integrity. Basic fear of being corrupt, evil, or defective. (laughs) Very interesting. Key motivations. Want to be right. Correct. Yeah, this one says drive higher. My, your strengths on this website are honest, responsible, and improvement-oriented. Your problems are resentful, non-adaptable, and overly critical. Oh, you don't say. <laughs> Seems pretty accurate. If one little thing um, changes in Lexi's day or plans that she has planned out, the whole day is ruined. She can't figure out how to make it any better. It is just done for. Well, wait. This is, this is really funny because it says life lesson for an Enneagram type 1. To change what can be changed, to accept what cannot be changed, and to develop the wisdom to know the difference. And I could not agree more. <laughs> wow, if you, like, want to go to therapy, but you feel like you can't afford it or you just don't feel like going, just look up your Enneagram. It's very, very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's making me very Eye-opening, self-aware. Yeah. Eye-opening, yeah. So my, um, so the end of this website says somatic patterns, whichever that means. But it basically says that I am the original type A person. <laughs> Where everything needs to be like laid out. It needs to be a certain way. And need to watch out for early heart attacks or weaken immune system. Awesome. <laughs> we love that. <laughs> uh, what did it say your speaking style was? Enthusiastic, motivating themselves and others for success. Yeah, you're very bubbly when you talk. Mine says precise, clear, direct, and honest. That's why you can probably tell the difference in our voices on this podcast. (laughs) Because Lexi is just like, yeah. And I try to like drag everything Um, out. And also just the fact that this is like the name of mine is either like the achiever or the performer is just like that's, I mean, not this is like going to sound cheesy. But from a young age, I obviously got into cheer and dance very young. And I was always just like. Anytime I stepped on, like, the stage or the mat or whatever, like, a new thing just, like, took over my body and I was such a performer. Literally from, like, when I first competed, like, that was just me. That's how I was. So, I thought that was funny that it was literally called the performer. Yeah, that is funny. Ooh, mosquito on me. So, it says, what type ones tell us about themselves? So, this is what type ones say once they, I guess, are more self-aware and tell people. I get angry when important rules and standards are ignored or violated. I live with a powerful inner critic that monitors my thoughts, words, and deeds. (laughs) The voice in my head. I strive for perfection and feel responsible for making things right. I seek love and approval from others by being right. Um, I focus on being good while repressing my impulses and desires. Interesting. Is there anything that you see that like strikes you as like, no, that's not really me at all? Mm. 
There was something in here. What was it? This says, how to make a one happy. Take their concerns seriously. Respect their integrity. Be responsible and honor your agreements. Admit your mistakes and recognize that ones are especially sensitive to criticism. <laughs> Gabby, do you think that's correct? Yeah. Did you hear that, Sean? Just admit your mistakes. That's how you can help a one. Oh, this I part. <laughs> this part says, so, um... This is for the number three. Their need to be validated for their image often hides a deep sense of shame about who they really are. I don't think no. that's me. Gabby at all. loves herself. <laughs> <laughs> no, not like, but just in like a a good like confident self love type of way. Like I feel like I'm not one that's like, oh my god, I need to post this picture because I need the comments to like justify how I feel. Like I feel like I don't look to that at all. Kind of like we said in one of the last episodes when we were talking about like comparing your journey to someone else's and I was saying that like I don't look at the people I follow as like comparing my life on like their level if someone does something better I feel like I see that as like an inspiration and not necessarily like a way to either validate or invalidate like what I'm doing so that's like the one thing that I see that doesn't really fit me but everything else is pretty much spot on so this says personal growth recommendations for Enneagram type ones. So now we're really getting into therapy type talk. <laughs> so things I need to work on. Learn to relax. Take some time oh for yourself. Oh my God. Yeah. How many times have you heard that one? <laughs> I know. Oh, here's another one. It's easy for you to work yourself up about the wrongdoings of others. I think I could. What's I it think, to you? I think I could have written that website for you. I think I've said all of these things. Oh wait, you're really going to love this one. Your Achilles heel is your self-righteous anger. You get angry easily and are offended by what seems to <laughs> what seems to you to be the perverse refusal of others to do the right thing as you have defined it. Oh my god, that is that is you. Find what is Okay, okay so what is that website? I am a type 1. Pull that <laughs> this up. This is enneagraminstitute.com. Okay, we'll just put my number in there. What does it say about Well, this me? says I just looked up misidentifying ones and threes, so how we're similar. This says, average ones and average threes are sometimes mistaken because both types are efficient and highly organized. Makes sense. Their organizational abilities are similar, hence the confusion between them. Um, but this says, threes, by contrast, are efficient pragmatists, not idealists. Threes are driven more by their goals than by the standards. They care more about getting the job done than how it gets done. I would say that that makes sense for us. Yeah. You're much more like, as long as it gets done, I don't care. And I'm like, no, it has to be done this way. Yeah. Very interesting. Average threes are primarily interested in success, prestige, and advancing their careers. And the efficiency we see them in is a way of attaining those goals. So I feel like this actually really describes us. Because from the outside, I feel like people think we have a lot in common and we're very similar. Which makes sense. Like, the yeah. three and the one, the achiever, the perfectionist. Like, we have the same way we do life from goal. the outside basically like the same end goal we do the we do the same in school like we both do really well but the way we get there is totally different and i feel like that's exactly what this is describing yeah do you think sean and lake would agree that it says while both types tend to put their feelings aside for the sake of efficiency <laughs> i know mine's like <laughs> average threes well this is good average threes are more able to mask whatever is bothering them yeah. very true M mine's you like are much better at masking than i am yeah Definitely. Okay, I think I, I have. Your on your <laughs> oh, um, Oprah Winfrey is a three. So, uh, oh, that's a good idea. Madonna. Let's look up famous people. Taylor Swift, Lady Gaga. We're all threes. 
Reese with her spoon, Reese without her spoon. <laughs> That's one of Gabby's favorite memes. <laughs> Always. Gets me every time. Oh, get ready for this, Michael and Jordan, gentlemen. which is actually, so I haven't watched the Michael Jordan documentary, but my mom texted me one night that she was watching it and she was like, he reminds me so much of you and your work ethic. So I might read up on that more. Actually, I should really just watch the documentary because he is a three. So we probably are similar in a lot of ways. I'm not really comparing myself to Michael Jordan. I understand that he has done far greater things than I have. But, you know, it's... Guess who's okay. a type one? Let's see. Mahatma Gandhi. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even Nelson know who Mandela. I guess. Nelson Mandela, Mahatma Gandhi. Let's go to, like, fun actors. I mean, as I much know, as it's all great my people, that I'd love to know. All my people are like, Justin Bieber, Lady Gaga, Taylor Swift, Whitney Houston. And you have... <laughs> I know. Harrison Ford. Great. Do you have any... Um, Uh, I don't really know any of these people. <laughs> Hold on, let me look yours up on the website I'm on, and we'll see. Please do. <laughs> oh, Cesar Chavez. Let's, oh, Confucius, Plato. <laughs> Great, me and Plato. This is so exciting. Mary Poppins. Mary Isn't Poppins, she a character? Great. Oh, Anne Frank. <laughs> Celine Dion. Your people are all... Oh, great. Oh, you got Michelle so Obama. Boring. You got Michelle Obama. She's pretty good. Oh, heck yeah. Pretty good. Other than that, yeah, you have <laughs> really, like, old school people. Like, very... Tina Fey. Okay. And that's all I got. You have very old school people. <laughs> hey, I love Tina Fey, so I'm fine with that. But, yeah, yikes. Oh, Perry Truman. Let's just keep adding to the political <laughs> people that I could care less about. Yeah, actually, oh, you well, have a lot funny. of political people. I just realized that. I guess I meant to be a leader or psychotic, one of the two, <laughs> or hated by many. Oh, this is true. An Enneagram type. Hey, that was rude. An, an Enneagram type one, you need to know what is expected of you. And I freaking hate when people do not give me a direction of what they want. It drives me insane. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So, so far, I really don't see anything that is like strikingly not me yeah i relate like, very I really... much we want to know you know we're gonna put an instagram picture when this goes up and i want all of you guys to take the test and comment down below what enneagram number you are or if you relate to either of us i'd love to know that so yeah this is my new test. favorite thing yeah i've never so speaking of this whole episode i've truly never been into like zodiac signs or any of this stuff so that's why I was excited to kind of like explore it and get to know it a little bit more. But I must say I am a lot more leaning towards the Enneagram than the Zodiac. Because why is just the day I'm <laughs> born define me? I feel like my personality can define me a lot easier. But I just read more of this list. <laughs> Two things listed under famous ones. It just says the word Amish. <laughs> and it just says the word Switzerland. <laughs> All of, but I'm isn't Switzerland sure. like neutral and stuff they are not you so i'm very confused as to how you relate Just to switzerland <laughs> the amish all of them every, all of the amish are type ones every amish all right so along with the enneagram i found a fun website that says the perfect morning habit for your enneagram type and it's not like necessarily what you do in the morning but what you should do in the morning and it is very relatable so lexi do you want to know yours yes please smiling please tell me what to do tomorrow morning smile you are disciplined and intentional and truly great at maintaining a consistent routine however type ones are quick to forget the experience that they're having in the process it's not uncommon to hear a type one say i should really laugh more 
We suggest that you set a timer for just 30 seconds and hold a smile the entire time. It will feel strange at first, but eventually that smile will spread from your face into your heart and you will carry that, carry that joy with you throughout the day. I hope so. Maybe you should try it. Count me in tomorrow. I'm going to smile right, for 30 so my... seconds and laugh in the morning. Put it on the yeah. pod Instagram story, please. Just record yourself Did you see on our pod Instagram, to Instagram today story. I did the Disney princess quiz? And shocker, I got Mulan again. The girl guy. Yeah, that's crazy. All right, so my ideal morning routine for a type three is screen-free hours. You wake up each day, focus on your goals. You're aware of what you need to do to be who you want to be at any given moment. Likely, your social media and email can take you straight into achievement mode before you've even had your coffee in the morning. Giving yourself just one hour each morning that doesn't involve your phone will allow you to be more in tune with yourself and your desires. It will remind you to be present with your day-to-day experience rather than just what you're working toward and likely help you to not start your day feeling like you have to play catch-up to the people you see online. Rather, you get to set the tone for what a successful day looks like for you and you alone. That's very me. It's like they knew you work on social media. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, very much so. Like, so this website, because I feel like this is interesting. If you take the test and want to know, it's on. So it's called the Perfect Morning Habit for your Enneagram type, and it's on Apartment Therapy. So I feel like this is helpful. It's kind of like what you can do to kind of better yourself and help you have better days. Oh, so I definitely my recommend gosh. checking that out. I just found which Enneagram type is your character in the office, and guess who I got, everyone? Angela. If you watch The Office, you know that I would prefer not to be Angela, but that's okay. I mean, she's efficient at that's getting things done. because that's exactly who you are, which is Gabby, probably why. you are Kelly. Kelly Kapoor, and that is like you. And I you are also Ryan. Is. You're more like Ryan. Would you agree? Gabby is like Ryan. Always like the cool guy in the room and like... Gabby is definitely like Ryan. I don't think... Kelly, I don't think she's like Kelly. She's, she's not, not as not like as airheaded talkative. as Kelly. Yeah. That's so funny. Ryan for sure. <laughs> Angela, oh gosh. All right, so I looked up the Enneagram types of gossip girls. Let's see if oh, I am Georgina. <laughs> yes, I love that. And you are Vanessa, and we are the worst characters on the show. Oh, I don't like Vanessa. That's kind of surprising. I mean, I don't hate it, but that's funny. Oh, Chuck is a three-wing four, okay? I'm close to Chuck. <laughs> of course. Jenny's a four-wing three. So it's me, Jenny, Georgina, and Chuck. Sounds about right. Oh, this is interesting. It says, what you do on your day off for each Enneagram type. Type one, perfect time to finish that house project so I don't give myself a day off. <laughs> type three, either no days off or full-on Netflix and chill. And that is so Gabby. When she does give herself yeah. a day off, you can't even talk to her about work. <laughs> Because I'm not kidding, like, last night was a Friday night, and I, like, tried to relax in the morning because I didn't think I had that much work to get done, and as soon as I started doing one thing, I was literally working until 10.30 p.m. Because once I start and I think of everything I have to do, I, like, literally can't stop until it's done, and I'll just work myself all day. But I do that so then I can have days where I full-on do nothing. Because we've talked about this before with, like, school and everything, but I'm not the type of person that can relax if I know I have things to get done later. So I'm the type that I will work myself till I'm literally, like, falling asleep during the week so I can relax and do absolutely nothing on the weekend. This is Enneagram Types at Summer Camp. Type 1, goes to bed (laughs) at (laughs) 9. Type 3, tries to win every single thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
Sounds about All right. right. Oh, it sounds about enough with Enneagram because you're just going to keep finding these crazy things. And like, okay. who's to say? This is okay, the last what? one. You I got one promise. more. <laughs> one more. Christmas based on your Enneagram type. <laughs> type one. Making sure the wrapping paper gets put away as people open gifts. Because <laughs> it stresses me out. Type three With says mine. being the family ambassador. I don't even know what that means. Interesting. It should be making sure every present is wrapped perfectly and looks the best under the tree compared to everyone else's. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. That is all for Enneagrams. I could talk forever about those, but that's funny. I'm glad that we learned so much about ourselves. Yeah, I really enjoy that because I like when you like resonate with things and you're like, so I'm not crazy. I'm just a type three. <laughs> Which <laughs> like justifies. <laughs> yes and no. <laughs> No, but it does feel good to kind of, like, have something written out that's, like, okay, so I'm not alone. Like, this is a literal yeah. personality type. There's so many people that relate to you. Like, yeah. It just feels good to kind of have it in writing. Like the Amish. I can relate to all of them, apparently. <laughs> and Switzerland. <laughs> well, you right, get so to hang out with Zodiacs. Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> Everyone. Reese Witherspoon. I'm at a party with all the pop singers. And I'm with the them. Amish and all of Switzerland. <laughs> and Mahatma Gandhi. Love that for me. All right, moving on from Enneagram, we're going into Zodiacs. I must say, I've never gotten into Zodiacs. I'm so not that person that someone says something and you're like, oh, you're a Scorpio. I don't even remember what I am half the time. I, like, seriously know nothing about Zodiacs. I don't know anything about the other signs. I will tell you that. I know some stuff about mine, not, like, the sun, moon, rising, all that stuff. I, I'm going to dig into that on the podcast. But I have no, like, if you told me your Zodiac sign, one, I didn't even know it. Two, I have no idea what that entails. So this might be more interesting. I will say, a lot of the closest people in my life are the same Zodiac sign as me. Or just people that I get along with easily. Like who? Mom. Mom, Lexi Letcher, Justin Gonzalez. Like, people that I feel like, even if we, like, bat heads, because it's where, like, the same person. But I feel Mm -hmm. like I can just, like, easily, like, have the same, like, kind of mindset and just talk. I mean, especially me and Mom. Well, since Sean and I are the exact same Zodiac sign, because we were born on the same day... (laughs) I feel like that says something. It's very interesting. All right. But, okay, so I'm a Taurus. And I'm a Cancer. July 14th. Okay, wait, I didn't see any of those. Oh, yes, okay. So my Zodiac is Taurus. My rising is Aquarius. My moon is Taurus. Mercury, okay, well, those are, I have like 7,000 different if you keep going. My, okay, so basically going with just my normal Zodiac sign. Um, well, wait, let me read the meaning behind sun, moon, and rising, because yeah, I didn't even know that. I don't that. know those, actually, so do that. Okay, so the sun is your identity. It is the essence that you shine out into the world. It represents the vital force that drives you to seek the highest expression of your true self. Your sun sign is how you answer the question, I am blank, and how you experience life and express individuality. The moon is the soul behind your identity. It is the subconscious side of yourself that you typically keep hidden and is the driving force behind your emotional reactions. Your moon sign helps you feel pleasure, pain, joy, and sorrow and gives you insight into how you nurture and restore yourself. And lastly, your rising sign, also known as your ascendant, is your social personality. It's how you dawn on people as it relates to the zodiac sign that was on the eastern horizon when you were born. Your rising sign represents your physical body and outward style it is the manifestation of both your inner and outer world which can define the balance between your seven dimensions it's very confusing but i guess so sun is your main identity moon is your hidden emotional identity 
and rising is what you give to people. Okay, wait. Show so sun is the normal one. Well, your sun and your zodiac sign are the same. Okay, yeah, that's what I was. Well, I don't. Mine doesn't say sun, but I'm assuming that's like the main one. Okay. So my sun. Well, no, we'll just go into like the very basics. So Taurus are. Where did I just say this? Okay. Taurus are famous for their stubbornness, but there's more to them than that. They're a bit of a dark horse. Ruled by the planet Venus, they share her traits of beauty, artistry, and love of luxury and comfort. Um, they're pretty good people to be around. Oh, um, Adele is a Taurus, so, like, that's all you need to know. And I'm done here, folks. That's it. Thank you. She loves Adele. Just kidding, but <laughs> I do. I love her. Okay. So we can so. be gentle. We can be fierce. They don't like to be pushed. They have strong opinions, and they love their home comforts, which is very me. I will pick staying at home over anything any day. Okay. Well, so that was just your basic yeah your basic thing okay so oh this says one of my greatest compatibilities is with a taurus look at that oh weird um so cancer zodiac sign strengths tenacious highly imaginative loyal emotional sympathetic and persuasive weaknesses moody pessimistic suspicious manipulative (laughs) that's me no i'm not most of those things but i am moody Cancer likes home-based activities, relaxing near or in water, helping loved ones, and a good meal with friends. Cancer dislikes strangers. <laughs> any any criticism of their mom and revealing of their personal life. I will say so far, pretty on par. Any criticism of my mama? <laughs> People are getting whacked. Deeply intuitive and sentimental, cancer can be one of the most challenging zodiac signs to get to know. They are very emotional and sensitive and care deeply about matters of the family and their home. Cancers are sympathetic and attached to people they keep close. Those born with their son in cancer are very loyal and able to empathize with other people's pain and suffering. See, I agree with that. And I think that's why I'm always so just like worrying and emotional because I feel bad for everyone and everything that is going through anything. (laughs) Like whenever I see like somebody struggling on the side of the road, I like could cry. I can't watch videos of like dogs with only three legs. Like I can't. I can't do sad things so this says tar- while taurus has an intense internal drive they sometimes have trouble respecting authority especially if asked to do something they think is pointless or should be done differently mm, yeah can you uh <laughs> it sounds about right anything i tell gabby to do oh that's pointless <laughs> sounds about right love that but learning to be flexible and go with the flow can be an advantage of Taurus. Wow, okay. I've never really read into this too, too much. We're like, I definitely do relate to it quite a lot. We are drinking the Kool-Aid of these things. We're like, yes, yes, that's me. Yeah. That's me. This says, on the, I mean, it, it really is, but. On the flip side, cancers can absorb other people's negative energy, making them feel the need to retreat. This is when that crab shell of theirs comes in handy. Cancers create a homey, nurturing feeling wherever they go. If they retreat to their meticulously decorated desks every once in a while, it's only because they need to recharge. Their sweet sensitivity is both a superpower and a shadow. Oh. My greatest gift is persistent and hardworking. Once a Taurus sets a goal, it will be done. This says, while becoming friends with a Taurus can be tough since they're so particular about who they want in their social circle. A.K.A. why I don't have any friends. <laughs> Um, they don't get pulled down by gossip or petty drama, which is very me. I've literally never been involved in drama, hardly, like, ever in my life. 
Ooh, this says so. cancers truly shine in intimate settings. Interesting. This says, remember to ask your cancer buds about their life and most importantly, their feelings. Yeah, but don't pressure the crab, it says. Yeah, seriously. Oh, this says that cancers like little doses of nostalgia in their space, usually in the form of family pictures, heirlooms, or perhaps a piece of vintage furniture. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay, so now scented once I candles, found my... scented candles, and cozy blankets. Heck yeah, people! I feel like everybody so does. Now going into my rising sign, which is Aquarius. Wait, I have one more thing to share about my regular sign before we get okay. into the rising. Cancers like to entertain at home rather than to go out clubbing. See, Sean, it's just my zodiac sign that I like to stay home all the time. <laughs> Okay, so, so far, so good. I agree with most of this stuff. Go ahead and do your... You're going to do rising now? Do you have a... Well, yeah, but do you have a better um, description? Because this one doesn't have good. So, my rising is Aquarius. Can you give me a good description on that? Yes, I can. Let's see. I think I can. Rising sign. It's what? Aquarius? Yeah. You are mentally quick, inquisitive, friendly, and prefer to express yourself verbally. You often approach life with the desire to understand the meaning of what or whom you encounter, and that includes being intentional with your movement. I don't know if that's... Interesting. That doesn't... That's no. very vague. And I've read one before when I first took the rising sign, and it gave me, like, a good answer, and I don't remember what, what side that was at all. Let me look up. So my rising is Sagittarius, and it says you are action-oriented, confident, and often blunt. You have a great vitality and physical energy, especially when striving to make your mark in the world. Interesting. I agree with the action-oriented and often blunt. Striving to make my mark in the world? I mean, I would love to, but I don't really know. I mean, I want to be a dentist. <laughs> Maybe that has something to do with it. I don't know. But very interesting. Also, a Sagittarius is a fire sign and an Aquarius is an air sign, in case you were wondering. Cancer is water. Taurus is earth. We've got all the elements. <laughs> Should I read my moon sign while you're looking? Yeah. Okay. So your moon sign. Well, what's your moon sign? I'll read yours as well. I'm Taurus. Taurus? Okay. So your moon sign is Taurus. You react to changing experiences with steadiness and stability. You feel most aligned with your inner world when being productive and working towards a goal. There you go. Yes, definitely. My moon is cancer. You react to changing experiences with sensitivity and emotion. <laughs> you feel most aligned with your inner self when feelings are deeply involved. <laughs> so you react to change with steadiness and stability, and I react to change with emotion. <laughs> Hear that, mom and dad? See, yes. it's just our zodiac signs. You don't say. You could have had me yeah, on a no, different time. Weird. So, rising Aquarius is basically saying I prefer a collective group over the individual, which is, like, very not me. So, I'm not sure. I've read, uh, when I first took this, I remember it, like, kind of relating to me, but none of this is relating to me at all. I definitely am. Oh, really? An individual type of gal over a big group. Uh, what else can I find? This says, lack of patience or even love will manifest their mood swings. Don't say. Although one thing, I, my first thing that I don't know if I necessarily agree with, they are quick to avoid conflict and rarely benefit from close combat of any kind. I mean, I don't like conflict, but I don't mind if but I feel something like you needs to be quite a lot. <laughs> Rude. 
But I'm saying if somebody needs to be confronted, I have no problem being the one to do that is what I'm saying. Well, yeah, because that's what I was going to say. Not that, like, you create conflict, but the way your emotions get into things. Yeah, I'm... It's almost, like, confront- inevitable that conflict follows you. I'm confrontational. Not, like, follows you, but, like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. See, kind of, like, the way your emotions play into things. This says cancer likes art. I, I mean, I don't necessarily <laughs> dislike art. I'm just not artistic. You are not artistic. So that's something that I don't know if I necessarily agree with. Hmm... I found a fun one. Are you ready for my fun one? Yeah. These are your five worst habits based on your zodiac sign. I'll read yours first. Okay. Saying no immediately. <laughs> yep. Do you blurt out no before someone's even finished asking you for a favor? <laughs> <laughs> one of our most memorable arguments in my mind is me asking Gabby to help me with her Polaroid printer. And she instantly just said no because she didn't think she knew how. Because I didn't. I, I didn't create the Polaroid. It was like an internal issue that she just wanted me to fix. And she would not take no for an answer, even though I literally couldn't fix it. Here's one. Jaw clenching. They have a habit of grinding their teeth. And you used to grind your teeth. I used to yeah. as a kid. Yeah, I definitely don't have that anymore. But yeah, I did. Being rigid. You have a favorite way of doing things. And you don't like to try new things. Would you agree with that or no? Yeah. Kind of. I would say in certain things, yeah. Do you fear change? Because this says you also fear change as a Taurus. Okay, see, but then the other thing, you just said that I'm very, like, I have stability with change. That's what I don't get about. That was your, I think that I. That was your moon sign. Oh. I don't know if that is anything, but this is just, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they're all so vague that they could be related to anybody. I don't know. That's where I am with Zodiacs. That's why I think I'm leaning more towards the Enneagram, because I feel like almost everything I read because you're a specific personality type, they all relate to each other. Yeah. However, when I feel like I click on different websites with zodiac signs, it's always contradicting. Oh, man. And I think that's why I just kind of steer away from those. I wish I could say the same about my habits being incorrect. <laughs> my bad habits. What are yours? Complaining. Wow. <laughs> Watching too much TV. <laughs> a quiet night at home is cancer's comfort zone. Uh. That's me. Holding things in. Cancers can hold in frustration or resentment. This can lead to some negative thinking. (laughs) Being extra sensitive. (laughs) And holding on to clutter. Sean, do I hold on to clutter? Uh, yeah. Fun fact. The first time (laughs) Sean came over to hang out with me, he threw away most of the things in my kitchen because I had like nine broken spatulas held with tape. Let's, let's be honest here. I was helping her move. He was helping me move. So he was getting rid of things that I didn't need. just come over and start throwing stuff away. (laughs) No, he was helping me pack and move. (laughs) Oh, gosh. That's too funny. Oh, cancers can benefit from talking with a therapist. (laughs) Yep. Couldn't agree more. (laughs) That was really funny. Okay. Famous cancers. Are you ready for it? Mm -hmm. You said Adele for yours, but if you want to look up some more. Will Ferrell, ladies and gentlemen. Meryl Streep. Julianne Huff. Who else is in here? Let's see. Cancers. Famous birthdays. We're going to go to famousbirthdays.com. Shane Dawson. Oh. T- is me or you? Me. Tana. Interesting. Selena Gomez. Ariana Grande. I don't know who most of these people are. Oh, Post Malone. Khloe Kardashian. Kevin Hart. See, my two favorite 
freaking people. Will Ferrell and Kevin Hart are both cancers. I knew it. Speaking of, did you just see Khloe Kardashian's, like, newest picture? Because she looks nothing like herself. No, I mean, she, she looks, looks really pretty. I did see that. She looks nothing like herself. She looked fabulous. Fabulous. Luke Bryan. All right, so now I got, um... Okay, read some of mine, besides Adele. Even though that's kind of all I care about, but... Famous Tauruses. Is it Taurus? Taurus? Taurus. John Cena! (laughs) He is. Charlie D'Amelio. There you go. Lil Huddy. Wow. There you go. Jojo Siwa. Wow, (laughs) killing it. John Cena. Oh, um, the dad from the Ace Family. Austin. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Chris Brown. Elizabeth. Queen Elizabeth. (laughs) Noah Centineo. Marshmallow. Travis Scott. Gigi Hadid. Interesting. Joey Graceffa. Adele. Uh, I don't... Oh, Trisha Paytas. There you go. (laughs) Okay. I do not relate to her. (laughs) Channing Tatum. Sam Smith. Sam Smith and Adele. Adele and Sam Smith. And that is all I need to know. See, Kevin Hart and Will Ferrell for me and Adele and Sam Smith for you. Very, very (laughs) on brand. Very on brand. You you using your trauma to make you funny and me just (laughs) soaking in my emotions. (laughs) Sadness all the time. All right. So I got up uh, because nothing's more fitting than some zodiac signs as noodles. Oh, Lord. So, the Taurus is the mini farfalle, which I will take. Bowtie is, like, my second favorite noodle, so that's okay. I'll take it. Now, if you're a Scorpio, you're a penne, so I'm kind of jealous. Um, Lexi is elbow macaroni. Love that for me. <laughs> Do you want to know your fruit? You're a pear. Sure. You're a pear. I'm a mango. I'm trying to look up what else, like, zodiac signs as... Do you want to know Zodiac signs as office characters and we can see how it relates to our Enneagrams as office characters? You are Phyllis. <laughs> Gabby's Phyllis. And I am Jim Halpert, who I love dearly, so that's pretty funny. Angela is a Sagittarius, though, and that was my rising sign. What was your other sign? Okay, see, my rising was Aquarius. Daryl. So, not as accurate. <laughs> Okay, so now I looked up zodiac signs as Enneagram types, and we'll see if we can relate the two. Ooh, good idea. So starting with number, well, type one is Mercury, Virgo, or Gemini, so not you. No. You are type two, which I feel like you were, I feel like you're a one-wing two, because type two is the helper, which comes in with why you hate when other people suffer and why you almost, like, feel their pain through, like, And why you. I help everyone even though I don't want to. Yeah. Could be. Right. So I feel like you're a one wing too, which makes a little bit of sense. Um, type three, no, that's Sun and Leo. So that's me, and that doesn't. Let's see, where's Taurus in here? While you're looking for that, the signs is Thanksgiving sides. Guess what you are? Freaking mashed potatoes. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, I was gonna say. I hope I'm mashed potatoes. Yeah, that's great. Except I'm green bean casserole. <laughs> okay, type nine is the peacemaker, which is Taurus, which. I would say yeah. I do have, like, slightly in me, but. Like, I wonder what my order of Enneagrams is. It's probably, it probably goes three, two, nine, I would think. Did you just self-diagnose your other ones? Well, I know three with a wing, two, and I'm not, like, I don't think I'd be individualist or the observer or the enthusiast. 
I feel like I th- my like go with the flow mentality is like very peacemakerish. I don't know. I wish it gave you like actually I know a lot of personality tests do is give you like literally everything in percentages. So you can see like your full on. Yeah, the full report obviously gives you a lot more. Probably why you got to pay twelve dollars for it. Ooh, your zodiac sign is Disney Park food. <laughs> Cancer is the Mickey shaped <laughs> pizza, and Taurus is popcorn. Corn? Popcorn. Oh, <laughs> yes, corn on the cob at Disney. All right, Disney signs as Disney or what? <laughs> zodiac Disney signs, signs as Disney. zodiac signs is disney princesses i am elsa i'll take it stubborn and strong-willed but you care deeply for the ones you love and would sacrifice anything for them you're confident and secure in who you are you see elsa fully embracing herself and her powers throughout the film and that is a true taurus what am i cancer you are snow white you are considered the mom of the group because you are kind and caring nature so you have no problem taking care of seven dwarfs (laughs) sounds about right there for your friends when they need you and are always willing to give a helping hand cancers are very emotional and wouldn't hesitate to take care of all the woodland creatures just like snow white (laughs) i'm cracking up your sign as a smell guess what the first thing next to taurus is what feet (laughs) feet for those of you that don't know gabby has the smelliest feet I can't help it. Okay. That's funny. Um. Funny. Okay. What else can we find? This is fun. I don't ever want to stop. Your zodiac sign in the Zodi- garden. <laughs> I want to be a sunflower, but well, I doubt hmm, it. You're a beet. <laughs> <laughs> and I have watermelon. Signs as colors. <laughs> I am pink, cream, black, and white. What am I? Avoid wearing red as it affects you negatively, but you can opt for a maroon. Interesting. Sky blue and earthy colors like khaki, brown, and beige also appeal to you. Which, yeah. Cancer. Blue, white, and sea green work for you, while yellow is auspicious for success. Red can help you perk up when you are down, but is avoidable as it can also have a turbulent effect on your emotions. Sea green is very good for workwear. Avoid black as it brings gloom. Wait, that's kind of crazy because my scrubs are green. I was going to say that. It says tip, wear a white, sea green, or light blue every Monday. So you My and I... My tip is to wear pink every Friday. You and I should not wear red is what I'm gaining from this. Yeah, which I must say, I own literally zero red. I really do. I just got one red sports bra because I feel like we always have like Christmas practices or like things that I literally never had red for. And I think that's like my first red item in my closet. So. Do you want to know... spot on. Do you want to know your animal... So it says, Taurus, you're a bull, so they say, but the reality is you're a dog. You are affectionate, playful, goofy, and stubborn as heck. You've got loyalty down to a science, and you love a good bowl of chow. (laughs) Being associated with a crab for cancer is such a downer. A crab? Come on, anything has to be more potent than a crab. You're much more of a whale than a crustacean any day. Wise, stealthy, somewhat (laughs) slow, but powerful with a mean mating call. That's you, cancer. Wow, thank you. <laughs> All right, so now I'm up to the Zodiac Signs is 2019 Summer Songs. <laughs> That's so random. So for Taurus, it is Hey Look My Made It, Panic at the Disco. Hey, Taurus individuals are often responsible, patient, and practical. It takes someone like a Taurus to truly make it in life. Their uncompromising nature can truly push them to get what they want out of any situation. It's not unlikely that you might hear stubborn Taurus exclaim about their accomplishments 
when they finally get to where they're headed. Hey, look, Ma, I made it. Everything coming up aces. What about me? Um, let's see. Cancer, you need to calm down by Taylor Swift. <laughs> You're being too you need loud. To calm down. You need to calm down. <laughs> it says, often suspicious and insecure, a typical Cancer is likely to play close pay close attention to their internal trolls. Fortunately, these sympathetic individuals would would figure out a way to use their powers of persuasion to make the most out of a negative situation and make it work in their favor or their favor of those they feel loyal to. But you're coming at my friends like a missile. Why are you mad when you could be glad? Hmm. Interesting. That is funny. I have, here's what the Zodiac signs would be as college majors. I have bad news. Taurus is not engineering. Are you ready for this? Fashion design. Oh, sorry if you can hear the cars driving by. I thought it would be fun to be outside, but now I'm thinking it maybe not be so practical. If you're even still listening to us ramble about this stuff, but Taurus is fashion design. They are determined and headstrong. Two traits that allow for thickened skin in the face of a challenging career path. Hmm, interesting. Mine says cancers are psychology majors, which is actually what I would have, if I could go back and redo college, I would still go to dental school, but I would probably try to major in psychology because that was my favorite course that I took all throughout. Emotional and intuitive cancers are empaths of the Zodiac. So yes, they're in touch with their own emotions, but that self-understanding lends itself well to a career spent studying others. Very interesting. All right, well, why don't you say, you think we should wrap this up if they're even still listening? Yeah, this is pretty long, but I hope you guys enjoyed I had a lot of fun. Us kind of talk about Enneagram. Yeah, I definitely did. I'm like we said, obviously take everything we said with the grain of salt. We're not like self-diagnosing us with anything, whether you enjoy zodiacs or whether you're very skeptical. I feel like we just kind of wanted to play around with the two different type of tests, see how they related to us, see how they didn't. And I mean, either way, it's always good to kind of like read up a little bit and just I feel like you learn more about yourself, even if you're reading things that you relate to or even that like don't relate to you. Yeah, I could agree with but that. I had a lot of fun, so I hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah, I had a lot of fun, too. Maybe we could do another one about the Myers-Briggs personality type, because I got a whole thing on my phone about that. It's pretty similar to the Enneagram, though. I'm pretty sure my personality type on that was basically the same thing as the Enneagram, so. Another test that we can do that kind of relates to a whole different episode is, like, the love language test and all of those, because I feel like that is a test that everyone should take, and that just helps you in relationships in general. I feel like that could probably be tied into our, like, breakup relationship episode for sure. Ooh, either but that. I love little tests like these. Or we could do an episode with the boys with the love languages, so we're killing two birds with one stone and making them listen, too. I, I was going to say, I feel like that's going to turn into a therapy session. of like, <laughs> see, this is how I feel loved, and this is what you're not doing. <laughs> True, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll ponder that. <laughs> But we hope you guys enjoyed. We're very excited for where the future of this podcast is heading. And we are very thankful that you guys are on the journey with us. Um, again, check us out on Instagram at chicken noodle underscore scoop. Leave us any episode recommendations. Like I said, we're going to put an Instagram with, um, I guess we'll do Enneagram and Zodiac. And you guys can kind of write in the comments how you relate to yours, what type you are, anything like that. Yeah. So look forward to that. And we will see you next week on... Chicken Chicken noodle noodle scoop. scoop. Bye. See ya.